0: We are live. If you're watching on the replay, comment replay. And also, if you are listening in from Happy Right Now, welcome back. I am so excited to be filming this for IGTV and also putting it up on Happy Right Now the podcast. It has been a while and that's part of the topic today is failure because I am not a stranger to failure and I also am not Ashamed of failure and what people perceive failure as versus what I actually think that it is. So, if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is going to be the first episode of many that you are hearing soon, but they will also be a lot of throwback episodes. So, working alongside uh, my virtual assistant, EJ, we're going to be putting up episodes that I have pre recorded because, believe it or not, despite not having an episode up in a while, I actually have kept recording them. It's just all about priority shifts, and it's been a little difficult for me to edit them myself, but I actually have, I think, maybe 10 episodes, half that are filmed as just audio and some that are video, that we're going to be putting together and putting up on Happy right now. So I... I'm a big believer in failure. So let's get into this topic for a little bit. So first, I recently put out an email in my mailing list. And if you're not on my mailing list, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and I'll let you know some of the freebies we have available. But on my mailing list, I released a newsletter on passions and what I'm bringing through 2020 and into 2021. And part of this is inspired by my nonfiction book, Stronger Now. So the full title for Stronger Now is Stronger Now, how to thrive in any circumstance and become unstoppable. And a lot of that has come from my past experiences, some interesting things in my life that have really taught me a good amount of lessons that I wouldn't have learned in the same way or maybe wouldn't have stuck if it weren't for the heightened stress situations that I had been in. And some of those lessons that I learned were about trying for what's important to you no matter how you're feeling, no matter what's going on, and just believing in yourself and in your passions and pursuing it with all of your heart because life is short and nothing is guaranteed. Part of that, and as I was writing the book and putting things together, one thing that I realized I was still holding on to was this fear of failure and fear of getting it wrong and fear of being judged for getting it wrong. I decided for the rest of 2020 that I was not going to shame myself for getting things wrong, that I was not going to shame myself for starting projects and then letting them go if they no longer lit me up, and I was no longer going to feel guilty for taking rest because that is definitely something that me and I know a lot of my listeners also feel is this feeling like you have to be constantly productive and constantly pushing yourself when hustle culture really isn't something that I want to subscribe to for the rest of my life. And I don't think that hustle is necessary for success. And I think that honestly, you can rest and still make money so just give yourself some permission to do that. In parts of the fear of failure, this has come up a lot because I constantly have ideas for projects and I have ADD. I actually don't talk about it very often and I didn't really realize why until recently, but I have ADD and I just, I tend to not focus on it, but truly a lot of my creativity stems from the fact that I have ADD and the fact that everything that I've accomplished is because I have this urge to never settle. I can't, figure out exactly how to position it but i can't sit still that's very impossible for me that's actually why i have claustrophobia because in high school i had to do an mri thankfully i didn't but i had thought i had had a seizure and i had to do an mri and that's how i started my claustrophobia because i was told i had to remain still for one hour and i was like oh hmm, you don't know me very well And I was like, I don't want to take this test again. I don't want to take this test again. So I stayed so rock still. Like I had my joints like locked into place for that hour. And then when I got out, I was crying uncontrollably because I was like, I couldn't move. I couldn't move. And now I'm scared of tight spaces. I can't be in crowded elevators and I can't sit in the middle seat in the back of the car because then I feel like I can't move because I'll be rubbing people's elbows and knees. So anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. But anyway, my ADD is really a lot of the source for my creativity. My brain just looks at things differently and doesn't settle and comes up with ideas. And it's part of the reason why I think my writing has so many plot twists and very big worlds, a lot of world building and a lot of interesting things in it because I keep asking questions and I attribute that as part of my ADD too because my brain decides what about this, what about this, what could happen if that happened and I'm constantly streaming through scenarios and in plots it ends up leading to a lot of plot twists. So that's kind of been like the cornerstone of my writing is fantasy plot twists. So, but the whole point of all of this is that for the end of 2020 and bringing into 2021, I've decided to not shame myself for those things that I just mentioned and to really embrace the idea of potential failure and to redefine what failure means to me and to pursue passion in 2020, because why would you not pursue passion? Because Life is not guaranteed. We've seen a lot of things this year that really show that life is more fragile and our systems are more fragile than we thought that they were. And we really needed to focus on what was important for us this year to honestly survive this year. And not everyone got the opportunity to truly live the full life that they wanted to live. So that leads into some of the projects that I'm working on this year. One of them, that I've been really focusing on a lot this past week is actually creating notebooks and planners. And that's been a lot of fun. Just really utilizing the tools I have available to me to create a planner that I want to carry with me through 2021. I do have a planner called the manifestation planner, and it's an undated 90 day planner. If you want to get it on Amazon, and I have one copy available on my website, I would definitely snack it up now because within the next month, I'm going to be releasing a new version of the planner. It's still going to be the same spirit. It's just going to have a new look and feel. It's a little bit different, but it's just something I'm feeling called to do. So if you want to grab the old version, since it's 90 days undated, I would recommend grabbing it now. And then 90 days later, you can grab the new version if you ended up liking it. But I have that planner, but I I wanted to have a version because that's a very good planner for feeling the flow of things, focusing on self-care and not putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And I want to create another version for 2021 that would be a dated 2021 planner that would focus on a specific goal setting for each month and then how to attribute that throughout your weeks. So it's a little bit more focused, but it's still not as hustle rigorous oriented as other planners that I've tried. And it's also just going to be very simple, nice feel. If you like bullet journals, it'll probably be something that you'll enjoy, even though it's not a bullet journal it will just have kind of a feeling to it that you will also enjoy. So one of the things related to why I'm talking about this so much is there are many projects that I've started and stopped without warning just because they didn't feel fun anymore or just because I got busy. And even though they were fun, it I was just so busy that I couldn't open it up again. And then by the time I opened it up again, I had no passion for it. One of those examples is actually my Ember Dragon Daughter book club, which I'm finally going to be able to revamp. I did kind of a beta version of an Ember Dragon Daughter book club in 2019, and I wasn't able to bring together the member website and the full email sequence and all of the worksheets. And now through having a VA, I'm really excited that I get to put that back together with her and get that on the website, I believe before the end of October, but I can't promise that exact date because of all the other things going on, but we'll finally have that available again because the beta version included, you know, a weekly video going through chapters, which was so much fun, but I wanted to include this fun reader experience and, I started it, but I couldn't keep going. And then by the time I started looking at it again, I felt drained and stuck by it, but it was still something I wanted to complete. So now I'm very happy to be able to delegate people to help me complete these things. But for a long time, I was just me, myself, and I, and I didn't have help to complete these things. And I moved so much between projects. I imagined myself at the end, because that is really my training as a mindset coach and being a proponent for the law of attraction and really just pushing for the life that you desire and always believing in your success. When I start a goal, the second I imagine the goal is also the second I decide how it's going to end up. It doesn't always 100% happen how I decide that it will. But once I start that goal and I make that decision, then right after that, I've decided how this is going to be the thing that changes it all. This is gonna be the thing that everyone's gonna know me as. This is gonna be the thing that's gonna be a national bestseller and be this and this and that, X, Y, Z, etc. And I blow it up. I blow it up into its biggest potential. And that is one thing that I love about myself because it is seriously the key to all of my success is deciding that I will be successful no matter what. But I also decide at the same time, you know, based on just my prior experiences, it either will be this big scenario, a medium version of that, or it's not going to launch at all. And I kind of give myself this breath of possibilities where I'm like, this is where it should be and could be and where I can take it and nothing can stop me from taking it to where I can possibly bring this except for myself. And with this freedom of knowing that, I've actually created this expectation that sometimes feels like a lot of pressure and sometimes is truly a blessing. And I want to share all of these kinds of experiences with you guys because it's really interesting to me how my brain has kind of taken this in 12,000 directions. But when I decide I'm successful, I put out this vibe, this feeling, this pursuit that whenever I'm publicly sharing about what I'm doing, I'm sharing it from the space of the successful me. And because of that, people believe me. <laughs> like People just believe that I can do whatever I want, which is great. Thanks, guys. But also it comes with a pressure because when a portion of my projects, maybe 20 to 30% of them, when I realize this isn't the one, this isn't the one I wanna really pursue and give my 110% effort or I want to, but I can't for this reason or that reason. When I do that, I realized that people were watching, expecting this to happen and then it didn't happen and they could be disappointed. And there have actually been times where people have been disappointed. Because I work from that expectation of this is what I'm going to do. And then when it shuts down, it shuts down quickly. If it really wasn't supposed to be for me, it shuts down pretty quickly. People were expecting it to be finished or expecting it to reach something else. Or one of the biggest examples for me in recent history was when I opened an online store. I don't know if you guys remember that, but last year I had an online store and I was so passionate about it and I loved it. And I really put so many hours into it in the beginning and it was a drop shipping store. So I wasn't carrying any inventory, but the Biggest version of it wasn't something that I was ready for yet because I was like, this has to be a separate brand from me. I need to create a separate website. I need to join Shopify. I need to collaborate it across a whole bunch of different things and made it so, so big that the version of me that I was then that had only one person, just me, I couldn't meet that dream. I couldn't meet that expectation. And I kept trying to shift it. I kept trying to make it something else. I kept pushing it to be like, here's a lifestyle brand. Here's a blog that I'm launching with it. And the people that were really invested in it, I was getting a lot of messages and I got some really great early sales and word of mouth. And I was like, Decided, but I couldn't maintain it on my own and also pursue writing and I had to make a choice and what's interesting is that I would change it. You no, know No, I wouldn't change it because I met a lot of cool people and cool authors that really believed in that brand and then they followed me on my main author page and they continued with me on other journeys with me but there were some people that didn't continue with me because they were disappointed that I shut down the store and I don't regret that I had that experience because that taught me a lot. But I also feel now this pressure that when I start new experiences and new things, that that can happen again, that people will be disappointed and they'll leave. And the one thing that really stuck to me from that is that if you had something that you really believed in, nobody would tell you not to try. I mean, if they do tell you not to try, then you should dump them. Like, that sounds horrible. Leave those people behind, seriously. Or actually maybe not seriously because they could come along later. You know, people can change. I know sometimes there are people that seem very rigid, but a good portion of people can change and they might come to their senses later, but nobody would ever tell me not to try. No one will ever tell you not to try. By telling somebody that you should try also means you're allowed to fail. let me just repeat that. If you're allowed to try, you are allowed to fail. And that's a magic word there. Failure is a magic word. Failure is a lesson, an experience. Failure means trying and so many people are not willing to try. So many people are not willing to try. So I've just decided that failure is my new passion project. That I'm going to keep pursuing all of the things that I want to pursue and follow those passions and let my ADD brain really have fun and embrace my creativity and that part of my soul that was always there that was really activated by different thought patterns and keep going. So the whole point of this IGTV episode and podcast introduction is always pursue what you're passionate about. Give yourself permission to try give yourself permission to fail because of it and don't let the fear of failure hold you back because a fear of failure means a fear of trying because what if you succeed and you know what if you fail what does that mean nothing other than the fact that you tried. Because for me, guys, there have been so many failures, especially when it comes to online stores. For some reason, I really want to have an online store. I mentioned Noveling Shop as the most recent example, but I've had like three or four online stores in the past 10 years, just letting you guys know. <laughs> like. And most people don't remember them because I moved on and I didn't hold a grudge against myself for them. And I just kept trying. And one day I'll get the online store formula correct, <laughs> maybe when I have more staff. but fail- and deciding to fail, deciding to try, it's a mindset. It's a mindset that you get to decide that your life is different. And when you tell people about the lessons you've learned in failure, you also empower other people to feel okay to fail. So I'm letting you know that I've failed a lot and I will continue to fail. And as I work on my new planners and notebooks, I will let you know as I work on the sequel to Stronger Now, because yes, I decided I'm going to be doing another nonfiction book and I have a draft, not, it's not full, but I have a starting draft and I will keep trying and doing my best. So let me see what Alex said. Alex says, you are very inspirational. You're very smart. Don't let people tell you you can't do anything. You need to work harder. Good things who wait, good things will come. Thank you for saying that. One thing that I want to emphasize in my life is that hard work doesn't have to mean what people think it means. And maybe that's a whole other podcast topic, but we see hard work and productivity and hustle as a grind that doesn't feel good. And if it's a grind, if it's work that doesn't feel good, at least that's kind of like what the, maybe the media perception, public perception of, if you have a dream, you have to work hard at it, your blood, sweat and tears every day, and it's going to suck and it's going to be painful, long hours, but in the end, you could have this. What if when you're passionate about it, what if when you love it, what if when you want to do what you do, it doesn't feel like hard work? What if you could technically be grinding, working five to eight hours in a row after your other job or something like that? What if you're doing that grind, but you're inspired and you're happy and you love it and good things are going to happen whether you complete what you're doing or not because you're pursuing your life With joy. So that's just something that I'm thinking about. And maybe you might like that as well, because I feel like we make things harder than it has to be. And if it's feeling bad, either we need to change the way we're looking at what we're doing, or maybe we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. And that's something mindset is just really everything for me, because there are so many things that I've done in the past that didn't feel good, or I did it because I felt like I had to. And my whole expectation for the rest of 2020, is I don't have to do things that I don't want to. And if it's something that I air quote, feel I need to do, I can delegate it. Or if it's something that I want to do, but I know isn't my zone of genius, I can delegate it. Or if it's something that people say you have to have to make your success, blah, 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 and it doesn't feel good to me, then I'm going to decide another story. And I'm going to decide another truth. Because part of mindset is deciding your truth and then living from that truth. And the world reacts around you. One of the things that happened with me when I was um, just starting in my author journey is I never called myself an aspiring author. Maybe I did for like a week or so or a month, like before I actually started writing Ember. But once I started writing Ember, January 2017, when I wrote the first words of Ember, I decided I was an author and I wasn't an aspiring author. I just was an author. And From there, I always told people I was an author. And on all of my social media pages, I said I was an author. And I never said I was an aspiring author, despite what common conventional wisdom or advice or things are where they're saying aspiring is something that you're not yet. An author is someone who is published. Well, I disagree with that. I don't think an author is somebody who's published. Then they're a published author, but you're an author before you're published. But when I decided that rule didn't apply to me, nobody called me an aspiring author. Nobody said, here's Rebecca, an aspiring author on Instagram or live streams. I did so many live streams in those early years. And I'm trying to do them again now, but nobody said, here's Rebecca, an aspiring author, because I decided that wasn't who I was. And I feel like when it comes to hustle and other things that we can decide, I'm just not going to decide them and they won't apply to me. I don't know. That's just the, that's what I've decided to do. So I need to start closing this off, but I'm really excited for everybody watching. And I'm really excited to have kind of shared these thoughts for you to start the day. So whenever you are listening, thank you for listening. Believe in yourself, fail faster, decide to fail means decide to try. And if you want to know more about mindset and you want to work with me one-on-one or in an intimate setting, my coaching applications are available now on rebeccaksampson.com slash coaching. I'm excited to be bringing on a short, small group of people through the rest of 2020. And then in 2021, we'll see where things go because it's a wild, wild ride, but I'm here for it thank you for joining me. And if you're listening in from the podcast, a lot of episodes are coming soon. A lot of them are throwbacks. So I'll make sure to let you know which ones were recorded at which time period. If I can, I have podcasts recorded from like April that never went out. So I'm really excited about this. So I will talk to you soon. Have a lovely day. Believe in yourself. Remember you are unstoppable. And if you're listening from the podcast, don't forget to leave a review. And you can find all of my books and everything else you need on RebeccaKSampson.com.